five, four, three, two, one, go! What's going on, guys? Bruno Nicoletti here, host of the Bruno's Podcast. I uh, got a special treat for you guys today. Uh, this morning, I had the opportunity to catch up with uh, DT over a Zoom call. I'll be uploading the video up on YouTube. Now, DT and I have known each other for quite a while. Not only is he a good friend of mine, um, but he's also a very savvy business guy, a man of God, a man of family. So I hope you guys enjoy our conversation this morning. Not too bad, bro. How's the week been? And productive, super productive, but like just back to back, G. Yeah, bro. What, what you got in the back over there? A little poster? Oh, man, just the basement, bro. Just old, <laughs> like. Oh, damn. This is the Hall of Fame back there, bro. Hall of Fame, the First bro. 40, yeah, second got, 60. Got some NM stuff, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Okay, okay. A little bit of everything, bro. Are you working from home today? I'm in the other, other, other side of the man cave. <laughs> you working from home today? Yeah. Well, for a little bit, man. I got um. It's crazy, bro. I probably got to interview like four, four people today. I got to speak on another, uh, another engagement later, man. I got, I got a packed day, bro. Yeah, bro. You, you guys have uh, been booming on uh, Clubhouse too. I see, like, Clubhouse feel is like crazy. summits. There's like some powerhouse hitters on there, bro. Powerhouse, man. I, uh, I tapped into a couple conversations. Think last night and the night before, man, up to like 1:30 a.m., 2 a.m. Just like, but heat, 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 heat. Sometimes I'll get a little notification on there. It'll be like two in the morning, and I'll just open it. And just starts yelling out at you. You're like, oh, but <laughs> my wife's all waking up. I'm like trying to turn it down, you know. But yeah, bro. Interesting. Um, cool. So I mean, I already started recording a little bit. I've like never done a Zoom podcast before, so this will be like the first one. And I've okay. like I haven't really even done that many podcasts. I think you've seen I probably like put out like four, but yeah. I mean I feel like a, a lot of times we're jumping on having some good ass conversations. It's like okay, might as well record it. Um, yeah, bro. I do have a couple little topics on here for for us to chat about. Um, but was there anything like specifically that you wanted to talk about or, or something that you're looking to promote? Man, listen, I, I know the conversation is going to flow, so I'm just excited to, to dive in with my guy and, and talk about some good stuff, man. All right, bro. Well, let's do it. Um, and then I'll add like a little introduction in the beginning. Um, but man, so far, how's 2021? Everything looking good? Yeah, 2021, man, I'm excited. I think that for the most part, first and foremost, family's good, healthy, safe. Um, we've definitely been blessed throughout the pandemic, but you know, for 2021, man, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but the things I'm excited about are obviously the vaccine coming so the world can open up a little bit more yeah. and we can engage. But I mean, I'm so dialed in and focused for 2021, like from yeah. a business standpoint, a personal standpoint, just really been simplifying the approach and just attacking it. I mean, so for me, man, I, I'm, I'm the guy that I mean, I'm just going to try to outwork you, quite frankly. It, it was funny. I was I, I was thinking about it this morning, bro. And I don't know, like, I get these random thoughts that pop up. It's like, man, yeah. if, if, if it's me and somebody else that's left and it's only one more thing to get, it's like, yeah. line up. Like, that's, <laughs> that's let's, me, bro. Like, let's go. So but no, I'm just excited, man, to attack the year, man. It's, it's a lot of really good stuff falling into place. 
No, that's cool, man. I mean, have you always been the kind of person like, you know, uh, when, when the year turns around, you got to sit down and make goals. I mean, what, what is your like uh, strategy around approaching the new year? Cause I know everybody's different. You know, sometimes people are like, well, I don't need a new year to, to start a different routine, but I, I yeah. personally just like really enjoy taking a step back and saying, wow, like that was a pretty crazy year, especially with 2020, you know, this was probably yeah. the most anticipated uh, turnaround ever. So like, well, what is your kind of approach to the new year? And like, how was it different this year knowing that, you know, shit's just crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, so I've definitely always been a very reflective person and, you know, I, I rebalance and I pivot throughout the year. Um, you know, I, I always submitted to like a 12 week year anyway, so yeah. I could just make goals, bite size, chew them, knock them out and then reflect throughout. But same man, like, you know, when the year wraps up, I love looking at 2020. Like, what what were the pros? What were the cons? What did I blow through the water? What did I fail at and learn from uh, to be better in 2021? So, I mean, my core fundamental focuses are always the same. Like, so for me, my why or my driver is, is totally my family and legacy. So yeah. it's like at the core of 2021, like, how can I be a better dad? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better friend and accountability partner? And, and those are the things that are like the most important to me. And then everything else, man, it's like, okay, cool. Like I never want to go backwards. So if I set some kind of new metric, new goal, new revenue, I want to do even better the following year, standard. right? So that's standard now. That's it, right? It's, it's always impossible until you do it, right? So, you know, I don't know, bro. Like that that's the way I attack it. Um, and for me, I want to set just ridiculous goals. I want to figure out how can I leverage more you know, how can I build a better team to accomplish stuff? Because I'm not the smartest guy in the room, right? But I have some really, really smart people around me, really strategic and intentional people. Uh, and that's how I kind of knock stuff out. No, bro. And I mean, that, that just kind of reminds me a lot of how I approach my life too, you know? And I think that a lot of times, like you try to spread yourself too thin, but um, knowing that like, hey, I got a couple hats to wear, you know, maybe I'm a dad, maybe I'm a boss, maybe I'm a friend. Um, and just prioritizing some of those as they come, but always trying to be present and improve like on that relationship, I think is really important. I mean, you know, me and you have known each other for quite a while, man. And one of the things that I always respected about you is like, there is no slack, you know, it's like, you're, you're grinding at work, bro. You got a family that, 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 you know, loves you. And, and, and it seems like you're taking care of them really well. You got friends that speak highly of you, right? Like, um, so, so it definitely is a thing of balance, but, uh, how have you been able to approach it? I mean, do, do you have to schedule out specific time? Like, no, this is family time, like phones away, or is it more yeah. of just like day by day approach? Yeah. So like when I hopped into entrepreneurship and I, I run a consulting group and then obviously I do what I do in finance too, and, and run a team. But yeah. one of the things that I always tell people, man, like you got to set boundaries. Like, so. For me, you know, number one, you know, my wife, obviously, she buys into to what I'm doing and what, what the vision is for the family, which yeah. is super important, right? That was one of the most uh, attractive and compelling things when we first started dating. I'm like, yo, like, she trusts the vision. <laughs> Let, let's go, man. This is the You're one. Number so one, bro. That's awesome. it. So, so number one, like, that is super important for sure. But then, you know, I, I treat my business like a, like a doctor's office mixed with, like, a, a retail operation. Yeah. A doctor's office from the standpoint of if you were to call your doctor today and say, hey, yo, doc, can I come see you on Friday? And your doctor's going to be like, 
ah, sorry, Bruno, two weeks out, buddy. Right. Like, so, so yeah. I teach my, my people that I interact with what my boundaries are. And then again, I'm very reflective from a retail store perspective to make sure at the end of the day, I got that think time. I'm able to put the phones away. And to your point earlier, be present in the moment. Um, when my, when my firstborn was younger, I didn't necessarily have that balance. And I came home. I was just, I've always been a grinder. I've always had yeah. multiple hustles. Um, but one thing, even when he was a baby, he would just like hit my phone and I'm like, snap, like I'm teaching this guy that my right. phone or this deal or whatever is more important than that time with him. And he doesn't even understand it. So throughout the years, I've pivoted in a different way to just have that safe space. So I can put it away. I can be intentional with the moments, man. But at the end of the day too, it's like, if I want to, you know, have a lot of time off during the summer, that means I have to get to it. Right. For the, for the other, you know, three uh, seasons of the year to really, really make it go. Dude. No, I, I, I love it, man. And uh, I feel like I was always, you know, a hundred percent at everything I do. Right. So if I'm like a brother, I'm like a hundred percent your brother. If I'm yeah. like a boss, I'm a hundred percent your boss. So um, no, I, I, I do appreciate that too, man. And, and so like, as far as uh, just scheduling your, your, your life around the things that you got to get done. Right. I mean, yeah. you have like a specific ritual or something that you're doing like, Hey, every day. Cause I know a lot of times, yeah. for me, man, it's like, you're jumping from role to role and then you get done with the week and you're like, I don't even think I've had my own thought. Cause I'm like yeah. being like work mode, then family mode and like yeah. husband mode. Right. Like what, how, how do you get that time for yourself? Yeah, bro. You, you got to pencil it in. Cause I feel like <laughs> any, anybody that, that hustles and has a grind and as ambitious wants to be super successful, like yeah. the drive is going to be there. Like that 1%, that top third, it's yeah. a bunch of sharks, right? So if you see an opportunity, you want to capitalize on it. Um, so you do have to schedule in that think time. To me, it's it's all about the balance. So yeah. got to do things for you. I don't care if that's, you know, the world's a little shut down right now. But if that was a, going to an athletic event or making sure you get your gym time, making sure you get yeah. your guy time, making sure you get your whatever is important for you. That That's super important. Um, even with, with the wife, bro, like, now you're in this this situation where you're you're you're, you're growing a family, right? Like yeah. you are the supporter, right? So you have to make sure that the date night doesn't go away. Like everything you did to, to bagger, you can't you can't just stop doing that <laughs> stuff, right? Flowers can't right. disappear, right? So no, it, it is important, and, and I think again you have to, you know, always. I think about what we do in terms of wellness, right? Like yeah. you want to be financially well, spiritually well, emotionally well. You want to be physically well. And if you're, you're whole and you're well and you're full, you could give your best self to other people. Yeah. Um, so, so, so it's super important to schedule that stuff off. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer, Bruno, of like a model week, bro. So, yeah. I mean, and again, habits of highly successful people, right? Like yeah. typically a highly successful person is a grinder. They wake up, it's 5 a.m., it's 6 a.m. They, they, they either meditate, they read, they go to the gym, and then they really get after their day and it's all planned out. So- I think efficiency is something that helps people, right, get get ahead because me and you, we're used to activity business, man. Like the, the whole like traditional, I can go to work and it's safe and, it, and it's not a bad thing, right? Like everybody isn't meant yeah. to be an entrepreneur, but like when you're activity-based business, me and you could do two extra meetings a day than the competition yeah, at the bro. end of the day. Compounds, right? That's it. And and that's, what's crazy as I've been building this business too, you know, and I know you're probably the same way. It's like, I wake up at four, 
to go to the gym and I'm like thinking about like, yo, what can I be doing? What can I be doing? And then spend my time at the gym. And then even when work is done, I'm like all antsy, like, dude, I got to get ahead. Like, what can I be doing at this moment? It's so hard to sometimes just sit back and like watch TV or, you know, relax. So, so it's hard finding that, but I know you mentioned a couple books in there, bro. It kind of sounds like we read some of the same ones. Yeah. Uh, the habits of highly effective people that started helping me kind of switch my mindset. Cause I was a yeah. very, like, I thought I was like an agenda person. I, I turned into that and I was like, this is what successful people do. But then as yeah. we mentioned in the beginning, you know, uh, what that book talks about is like switching those roles, right? Like the highly yeah. success, uh, successful people, they're not going on, on working on an agenda. You know, they have like these core values, that they're trying yeah. to replicate in their lives. And as long as those values are replicated and they get most of the things done, then, then they're actually moving forward. For right? sure. What, what are some books, bro? And I know you mentioned the 12 week uh, work here too. I mean, what are some other books that, that, that you think not only might help me, but like, you know, anybody listening? Yeah, bro. Like, so, so some of the books I'm reading or have read, like the millionaire next door is a super yeah. dope one. Um, you know, really diving into, you know, the true statistics and habits around what, what the wealthy are doing. I mean, I'm big on like rich dad, poor dad, mm-hmm. right? Just understanding concepts of somebody that had this 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 rich dad and then this yeah. this this dad that had a, a poor really mindset is what it came down to. Uh, but then I'm fans of super successful people that write books too. So, I mean, Grant Cardone, love him, you know, like just 10X rule. 10X rule, yeah, yesterday yeah. I finished it. Bro, it, it's phenomenal, right? And, and essentially it's, it's super simple, right? Like, 10 extra effort right and, and you're gonna land on some really good spots um so th- those are some of the ones but like i said simon sinek is is obviously a, is a phenomenal speaker um i'm really big on like personal development so again just even things like ted talks right like i'll literally listen to ted talks that was my routine probably for the last six to nine months of, of wow. 2020 every single morning i'll wake up close to 5 a.m that's the first thing I would do. Listen to a TED talk, listen to an inspirational well, that's speaker. That's probably why you're so big on Clubhouse right now. You know what I'm saying? Bro. That's like live TED talks, bro. And you get to be up on stage, which is way cooler. So, so I this is that, man. But here in the, here in like Denver, West Coast, it's like just catching on. Like nobody even knows wow. how to work the app. And y'all are like booming, hosting panels, bro. We got yeah. guys bringing on clients through Clubhouse, you know? Clubhouse it's is wild. a game changer. Like you said, it's it's a it's an instant podcast that's live that people can tap into true expertise. And again, the thing about Clubhouse, you got to be careful, right? Because everybody has a platform. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, they're getting some bad advice. But for the most part, if you're looking to tap into, you know, higher trajectory people, people that are crushing it, and you have an opportunity to speak and, and, and talk and connect in that way, all of a sudden people hear you. And it's like follower, 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 follower. And then it's like, hey, Bruno, you were talking about X, Y, and Z, man, that was super interesting. Love your perspective. Like, let's connect. So right. I think it's, it's, it's crazy how people are monetizing it right now. But Hey, it's never been a better time to connect live with people that you admire or respect. Dude, and it's unlimited content, you know, unlimited yeah. resources. Like Instagram, like you only got so much pictures, right? Like, yeah. Um, but with Clubhouse, it's just like you 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 could just dive into any concept, any any uh, anybody's mind, and just see like what 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 they have to say, right? And it's like yeah. true value sharing. Like, oh, I really fuck with what that person said. That's more of a compliment than like, yeah, you know, bro, you're swole. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that's that intellectual capital, bro. Like that's that's the currency that builds, bro. Like people think, you know, like dollars or whatever. Like, it's not about this stuff, bro. The fact that, and I, I, that's why I posted some yesterday about that, bro. I think for younger people too, that are really crushing it and, and getting in front of different spaces, it's like, we have to lead with success and what we've done. And again, what's our track record? Because age yeah. is irrelevant now, especially in this day and age where we have an opportunity to make bigger splashes, especially on the entrepreneurship tip. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you went to Harvard or not, it's like, can yeah. you get it done or not? You know, right? people, people are looking for effort. I think overall, yeah. you know, cause uh, uh, like you mentioned, I mean, we all have access to the same kind of information too nowadays. So it's like, I could go learn something right now. And if I spend the next 10,000 hours on it, I, I could quickly just, you know, outpace somebody that, that maybe even has a degree in, in the subject that we're looking at. Right. Um, but bro, what, what was super interesting to me, you know, um, and, and one of the reasons I, I, I respect you a lot too, is that, you know, a lot of the people that I know that know you speak highly of you and like for, for everybody that doesn't know, like these aren't just, oh, like so-and-so works at Jimmy John speaks highly of DT, right? Like we're talking about people that make like 500, $600,000 a year. And they're just praising you saying, you know, how good of a leader you're their guy, all that good stuff, man. So um, I know with COVID, there's a new normal. It's not like we're seeing everybody every day, right? Yeah. What's uh, the importance of, of having, you know, a, a tight circle of, of, of other sharks, right? Um, what's the importance of that? And, I, and how have you been able to maintain it through this pandemic? Yeah, so, so I think um, first and foremost, like the, the mindset around, you know, personal brand for me is, and again, I learned this from my dad at a young age. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if the janitor, it doesn't matter if it's a successful CEO, make your life in a way that nobody can say anything negative about you, right? Like, legit, like you treated everybody with respect, you always operated in integrity. And I think like, that's why I was able to build some really cool relationships over the years and, and connect with some really cool people. Um, and then the second part is like, I'm a firm believer of, of just true, genuine relationships. So, you know, it, it's crazy, man, like, even take it back a little bit like even in high school or middle school I was the kid that was like gifted in athletics but like I would probably be friends with those kids and the 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 what some people would deem to be the weird kid that nobody talked to because I'm like yo like everybody you know people are people yeah um so so I, I I operate in a way that I'm I'm very big on touch points like literally weekly yeah. maybe not daily but weekly what I, I literally do is I go back to the last text message that's in my phone from however long ago. And I'm texting that person like an inspiring message. And I literally work throughout my phone and make sure I'm hitting up everybody. Because I think that in business, what happens sometimes, especially, you know, when we prospect to build our business, we're hitting that person up. And sometimes it could be transactional if we haven't had a relationship in a while. Yeah. So I'm always checking in like, hey, dominate the day, bro. Pray all is well. And that that's it. Thanks, D. Really appreciated that. Needed that. And then for my like tight, tight circle, these are individuals that I'm talking to daily. Like I don't want anybody in my direct close circle that's going to have an imposter mindset, meaning some people are successful, but they're like, man, am I, am I, I really guess. supposed to be here? Yeah. Like, no, like I want people around me that are, it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the tenure. 
But if your mindset is no, like I'm working my tail off to be here. I deserve everything that I got and I'm going to push you to be successful. I'm not a yes person. I'm going to call you out D, if, 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 if you're not doing what you committed to be doing, like those are the people I love building with. And I think, again, that's why we say sharks, but sharks rock with sharks because I can call out some of my closest people and they're like, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, I didn't get that credential. I didn't get that license. I didn't get that business goal when I said I was going to do it. And that's kind of how we move. So again, the touch points, the authenticity in, in terms of what we're doing and how we saying it are, are super important. And again, at the end of the day, I'm just going to call you to say, what's up. It's not always about business. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I care about you. So like, Hey, what's, what's going on? You know, you told me X, how's that going? What are we going to do about it? Come on, Bruno. You know, so. <laughs> no, bro, I love it. And, and I mean, seriously, like uh, even recently, we've been chatting back and forth too. And it's always like, uh, you know, definitely something motivating because I know you're out there getting it. And a lot of times it's like, it, like you said, you know, I want to be around people where the success is catching up to the work, you yeah. know, because, um, because uh, I mean, you can't replace work ethic, right? That's one thing that I learned. I mean, no matter how talented you could be, you can't teach work like either you yeah. have it or you don't, you know, and I yeah. think a lot of it's made up of, you know, maybe our backgrounds or, or how we grew up or something in it, uh, maybe like a chip on the shoulder. I, I don't really know what it is, bro. But but realistically, it's like I cannot stagnate. Right. Yeah. Like if I stagnate like then we're, we're, we're having problems, you know, and, it, yeah. and it's important to find team members i mean especially partners that understand that about you and it's like all right well he's just gonna do what he has to do uh, and, and we're gonna man the fort right yeah uh, how how cool has it been man because i know you have kids I, I, i'm not at that point yet right but how cool has it been to to have kids and, and essentially try and translate some of like <laughs> you're like yo dad's a genius but i gotta chop this up for you yeah you know, i gotta chew on it a little bit how does that work for you? I, I, I think the coolest thing about kids, and I was somebody that always wanted to get married young. I always wanted to have kids young. I wanted a son. I wanted a daughter. God blessed me with both of those things. And kids are just like a blank canvas. Literally everything a kid learns is, or implements or how they act primarily is learned behavior, right? So my son and my daughter especially all they know is entrepreneurship, right? So my son, I laugh, but my son probably has more suits than me, like <laughs> legit. And he's, he goes to the tailor and he does this stuff, but he, he sees what it takes to be successful. He understands, okay, cool. Daddy's building relationships. Like my son has been with some of the most powerful people in the state of Michigan because yeah. I had to speak somewhere and I'm holding them and yeah. they're interacting. And I thought like, how cool is that? that this kid has all these memories already but most importantly like I got pictures of him just lighting up seeing me you know moderate or MC in an event or whatever and it's like that's what it's about like even teaching them young the power of of a dollar and in investing in, in money and saving so our kids like when we give them you know and even giving and, and charitable actions like so our kids like we'll give them cash to put in their bank like hey listen are you going to save your money or do you want to buy something? Oh, daddy, I want to save it because I want something bigger. Like, great, great concept. And um, even, you know, it's a little tougher, I guess, in, in COVID and not physically being able to go to church. But we would always, you know, give our kids money to be able to tithe and give away. And, and the reason why is because we want them to know that the, the fundamental principles that are important. And um, we're teaching them now, you know, paying it forward. 
Yeah. Um, so doing something nice for others, like it doesn't matter if it's on a birthday or before Christmas, like, hey, listen, you've been really, really blessed. What are some toys that you want to make sure you give away? Because everybody isn't as fortunate as you. You know what I'm saying? And and I think for me, um, what what made me that way was being able to see both sides. Like my parents grew up, you know, inner city Detroit, um, bigger yeah. families, had to grind and hustle, didn't have as much, right? And right. they were able to build up a really great life. And me and my brother grew up in a different situation, but I was able to see the hard work of what they did to get us there. So yeah. I think that, you know, to your point about being stagnant or not, or is it intrinsic? Is it learned? I think a lot of it is like what you saw and what your true why is. Because a lot of people say, hey, I want to make a ton of money, right? Like if I say, what do you want? Oh, I want to make a ton of money. I want to be successful. Like, no, like, what do you want? Like, well, why, like, why do you want what you want? Right. And it could be because I want to be respected. Right. I, I want to build something that's bigger than me. I want to leave a legacy. Like, that's really what you want. What, what you're saying though, is I think that a dollar could get me that respect. And again, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's not a wrong answer, but I think sometimes we have to really dive into why do we want what we want? What are we going to get from having what we say we want? And I think when you, when you think about it at the core, it's like, I probably want all these things because I, I, I want to put my family in a position that they've never been. I want to take yeah. it to the next level. I want to be, you know, great granddad Bruno that set the whole family up because I was able to build a, multi-million dollar or a billion dollar business and yeah. and you're you're gonna live for forever because Bruno one of the, one of my biggest pushes bro is think about legacy think about think about every powerful last name that's still going right yeah. like when you really think about again McDonald's Rolls Royce Gucci whatever whatever it is like literally these are the power of the last name of vision that was started and it's gonna live on for literally generations and generations longer I think that Unfortunately, the scary thing is the great majority of Americans can't name their great grandparents on both sides of their family. Yeah. And when you really think about that, it's like, snap, I can name mom and dad. I can name grandparent. I can't name great grandparent. So yeah. I'm only a couple of generations from being forgotten. It's wow. like, snap. So it's like, if everything- family, In your own right? family, which is crazy. Crazy. Wow, bro. Yeah, and I, I mean, I never really thought of that, but you know, uh, I think you and I too grew up, grew up in similar households, right? Obviously I was from Brazil, kind of lived the same life. I got to see a little bit of the poverty, um, whereas my brother really, really kind of didn't, you know, he's a little bit younger. He's about seven years younger than me. So when he was coming up, we were already doing a little bit better, but bro, my, my why, you know, moving from Brazil and moving here to America, right? I never really had family, right? So outside of my mom, my dad, and my brother, I mean, the people that I really leaned on were friends and relationships that I built. And like, my goal, man, is to just create something so massive that not only can I like put my family up, give them a life, you know, give them opportunities, bro, but I wanna, uh, I wanna be able to give opportunities to everybody that was always there for me, right? So like- yeah. Oh, hey, you remember when you did this for me? Boom, here's a job, here's a house, here's, you know, yep. you're that person, but maybe you haven't gotten that opportunity, right? Because I wish, yeah. you know, somebody would have came and done that either for me or my family. But like, you, you ever run into somebody that not only are they doing well, but they're like, you know what, DT, I like you, bro. Matter of yeah. fact, 
let me call this guy up. Let, let me, let me plug you real quick. And that's bro. That, that already between us is, is the kind of friendship you've shown me, you know, we're already yeah. working on some deals on the back end, but bro, that is the beauty of life. Right. And, yeah. and at the same time, I, you know, I, I hope that it teaches some people lessons too. Cause that like, you know, I, I don't hold any kind of like revenge or anything like that in yeah. my heart. Right. But I love having somebody who's like done me wrong reach out to me for a favor and then you be the bigger person but then you also kind of give them that wink right like yeah well like you remember all right as long as you remember bro all right i got you yeah worry about it you know and that's that's so real dude that (laughs) everything you literally said is is just so real and i've gotten those calls i've gotten those out of the blue hey deontay you don't have to call me back but I see you're moving. I see you're doing your thing. Um, I want to whatever. I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, anyway, bro. So yeah, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned a lot of really great points right there, man. And and I think, you know, for for where we're going, and to your point, the relationships that we're building, every opportunity that I've ever gotten, literally from the beginning of beginnings of opportunities, like it's all been on relationships. Like I've literally never really had to, to interview for a job. Like people have either offered me opportunities based on like what they heard about me or like literally headhunters, right? Like that's, yeah. that's it. And I think that's because when you do good, like the concept of reciprocity is yeah. so real and karma is so real, bro. And I think that the more seeds you plant, the more genuine you are, yo, good things happen and line up. and and it's also like a mindset of abundant mentality. Yeah. Like, so when, when me and you talk, the first thing I say is, yo, I love it. Let me plug you. Why? Because <laughs> you're, I, you're a good dude. I rock with you. Yeah. I believe in what you're doing. And I think that if I can help you, I'm going to help you. It's not tied yeah. to anything. It's no strings. And I think that's the way people need to be. Like, it should never be this competitive. It's enough room for everybody to win. Just win. You know what I'm saying? Dude, and it's always better to just celebrate when you got homies uh, up there with you, right? Like, you you make it to the mountain alone. I mean, it's going to be a a little bit of a boring celebration, right? Um, But, yo, bro, like, let's tie this up because I do want to make sure we talk about this, right? So um, you did mention, right, anytime you transition, any opportunity ever given to you, um, it, it comes through relationship, right? So um, I, I know that you and I, we've built our relationship based on the back of, of uh, Northwestern Mutual, right? You work there, we're successful there, same with me, but uh, now you're on a new venture, right? Uh, you're at a new company, you got a new role. Tell me a little bit more about that and how did that even come to happen? Because, you know, for at least for me, you know, leaving a, a, a comfy job where like, it's like, hey, Northwestern Mutual, a big name brand, you can make 200K a year, right? Like that is scary. So, you know, in general, just taking a leap of faith into this new position, but what is it that you're doing now? And how did that even come to be? Because I'm sure there's, you know, some, some uh, hand yeah. of God in there too. Yeah, for sure. So, so First and foremost, super appreciative for everything that I learned from my previous firm, a lot of good relationships, a lot of good people that I still keep in contact with. Um, Currently, I'm at Thriving Financial. I'm the 
Mid-America's and Great Lakes region leaders. So I lead Michigan and parts of Indiana and Ohio. Um, have a big team, a ton of advisors that I mentor, develop, uh, as well as a, a little bit of a, a personal piece that I work on helping people with planning. Um, and in terms of like the transition or how it came about, um, I had a pretty big vision when I came to Northwestern Mutual. It was always to, to be uh, on the forefront of leading, to you know open up a Detroit office and, and really make an impact for my city. Uh, when I look at Detroit and the community I came from, uh, there's a lot of wealth gaps. There's a lot of opportunity for literacy in the community. And I wanted to be that change that I wanted to see. Um, so, you know, throughout growing my practice, you know, first year I had a top 25 practice in the country. Uh, I was doing some really good stuff. I broke all kind of P40 second 60 records, went to fast track, went all this really cool stuff that gave me an opportunity yeah. to connect on a bigger way. Um, even, you know, doing fly outside kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, going into my, my third year practicing or in my third year practicing, uh, the vision shifted a little bit locally. Uh, the Detroit vision got pushed out uh, for another five to six years, maybe longer. Um, and the ironic part about that is literally after that meeting, I had the headhunter call me like Deontay I've been trying to reach you. Got an opportunity, faith based Fortune 500 firm looking for a leader. Do you want to talk more? Uh, and Fast Track had a had a great, you know, conversation with the, the local leader, flew out, met the complete team, got an offer by the end of that week for everything yeah. that I asked for. So God moved quick. It's a blessing. And you're like in the meeting and you get a call. Yeah. Crazy. Like literally, <laughs> like, and they, they flew me out it's that like following week. Close. That's and, yeah, they flew me out that following week. At, literally, as soon as I flew out, accepted the offer, the pandemic hit. And literally, I was like the last hire before before the pandemic, bro. Like, so it, it, it was nuts the way that it was orchestrated, you know, by God. And, and again, I think at the heart of it, one thing I'll tell anybody that is taking a leap of faith is that you have to trust in you. You have to believe in you. You have to trust your vision and, and know that, you know, and again, as a person of faith, I just say it like, Whatever God has for you, he has for you. It can't get disrupted. Nobody could take that away. Nobody could stop that. So it was just kind of crazy that, you know, as it appeared that one door or part of that door was shutting, a way bigger door was opening. And, and you know, what I get to do in terms of my current role, I set the vision. I get to, to, to be that person that leads. I get to be the person that builds that culture. I get to I get to set the framework for something I'm proud of and that everybody else can be a proud of. And, you know, that's just super special. I'm super grateful. Um, and I'm excited to, to build this unapologetic culture that people could just show up as their authentic self and get after it for the greater good of their family and their community, bro. So it's, it's been amazing, man. It really has been. Dude, that that's beautiful. And so bless, bless your new career, man. I think, uh, you know, last point there that, that you touched on. It, it, it's crazy that, you know, when you feel like a door is closing, another one opens. I, I always think of it as uh, right before you're like, I think of it as kind of Dragon Ball Z vibe, like going Super Saiyan type shit. Yeah. So like right before you're about to reach a new level, bro, like something in life happens that, that, that oh, may yeah. make you think that it's like negative. But I really do think it's God's hand like okay, how are you about to deal with this? Like, uh, do you have faith that I'm going to get you through it? Like, how are you about to overcome this door that's closing? The walls are closing in. Like, what are you about to do, DT, right? And depending yeah. on how you pivot off of that or, or how even the conversations you have with yourself, uh, yeah. I think 
you get rewarded as such, right? So if you go yeah. down a, a downward spiral, well, you're just going to sit there at rock bottom. But if you just yeah. overcome, then it's like, all right, Super Saiyan level three or whatever. I actually don't even know the levels. I just like yeah. <laughs> myself just fucking flexing, going like blonde hair. But Bruh, listen, <laughs> and, and this is something that um, obviously you, you met Chris Campbell out of Atlanta. Yeah. This is something that me and him talk about all the time. And it's this concept of fear and faith, right? And in fear and faith, at the core of it, both demand you to believe in something you can't see, right? Yeah. And and the other thing about that is you have to choose super wisely. Are you going to be, again, do you have faith in terms of yourself and what you can do? And, and, and again, in God, or are you going to be fearful, right? And, and again, we shouldn't fear anything. But the crazy thing about that is, you know, faith requires you to walk and take steps, right? That's yeah. why it's called a faith walk. It's not a faith sprint. It's yeah. going to be because it's going to be hard, right? Like faith requires you to really be in tune with yourself and your faith. So one thing I, I'll say about that, bro, is like always, again, choose, choose faith, uh, believe in yourself. And again, know that you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there because God doesn't make mistakes. And even if you fail, bro, like it's a learning opportunity. It's kind of like when people invest, like it's never a loss until you pull out, right? Yeah. It's just a, a down period until it rebounds, man. So you know, I, I love this acronym, but it's push. It's like pray until something happens. But also, again, put that action behind it, too, man, because, you know, good things are on the other side of, of taking a leap. And again, once you fly and you land and things are great, it's like, wow, let me share my testimony for anybody else that's thinking about, you know, taking a leap of faith or going after what they want. Like, just just do it, man. Dude, that, that's a great way to wrap it up, bro. Uh, next time we do one of these, I feel like I'm gonna need to pull a Joe uh, Joe Rogan and block out like three hours, bro. Because I feel Let's like do it. I'm sit here and chat all day. But yo, uh, I'll let you get to it. I got some meetings that I gotta jump into. I'm running a little late, but yo, bro, thank you for jumping on. I'll get this stuff edited and sent out. But uh, yeah. I love you, bro. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, love you too, bro. Let's get uh, it, boy. I got your back. You, dog. See ya. <laughs>